I'm Pat Gray. Uh, some people call me Maurice. Some call me the doctor of love. Uh, do they call you? I call you the gangster of love. Either the I gangster do. of love? Yeah, not the doctor, but whatever. It's fine. No, that's right. <laughs> it is It is mostly gangster. Sometimes it's doctor of love, but mostly gangster of love. Yeah, uh, good. I don't feel so bad. You know, some call me the space cowboy, <laughs> but doesn't matter because I... I speak of the pompadus of love. Right. That's, That's who you just are. the way it is. That's who I am. I can't help it. You know? Uh, That's right. how you roll. Just how I roll. Yo. <laughs> all up in here. Uh, welcome to all birthing people, by the way. Thank you. Thank uh, you. You know, we're just trying to be all inclusive. Thank you. Of whom we're not sure because people other than women who've given birth over the course of humanity. Right. That number is exactly carry the one, uh, none, zero, uh, zero people. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. So we're including other than women, no one. <laughs> so congratulations on that. Anyway, uh, it is great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Uh, January sixth, another January sixth lie has been uh, started to circulating this weekend, this week, and it is that the cost of the rioting at the Capitol building was $30 million. Well, now, the government already told us last week it was $1.5 million. So now, all of a sudden, it's 20 times the actual figure. They just keep lying about this day. So which is it? Are they, so they're, they're saying now that it is... 30 million, right? I mean, the damage to the Capitol building and the surroundings. Yeah, the government has said it, it was one and a half million. And then the head of maintenance or something at, oh, the, okay. at the Capitol building right. said, no, it's $30 million. It's 30 million. No. Is it? No. And is of course, it? no is the answer to that. Is it? I don't know how much you're charging I mean, for that podium. I'd like to see the receipts, please. Yeah. What is that made out of? Solid gold? I don't think so because the person was carrying it around pretty easily <laughs> leading me to believe that it wasn't uh it wasn't made of gold plus uh really the podium was returned yes right. but did it have scratches so, on it you don't know the millions of dollars of repairs that could have gone into that well yeah I mean, when they look- returned it the one lady remember the the footage <laughs> of the lady when it was returned was just dragging it across the tile yeah <laughs> I mean, nobody wanted to help her carry it in. She's just dragging it, pushing it across the tile. Yep. So that did some damage. Did some damage there, right there. That's a good point. The flooring, the marble flooring there uh, was damaged. So, yeah, an expensive proposition. Not to mention the amount of uh, dead people that they still haven't been able to bury yet. (laughs) Just the piles and piles of dead bodies that have to be dealt with at some point. I don't don't know when they're going to do anything about it you know they lied about brian sicknick the officer who was killed how long did they lie to us about that and even the family from the very beginning was saying he died of strokes we think he died of strokes and that is the official uh cause of death from the coroner no we did yeah no we did i know no no they didn't want that to come out because they still want to blame the trump people for beating him to death he didn't get beaten to death no one did somebody got shot dead by police, but uh, 
The only actual killing was done by the Capitol Police. Yeah. And now we do know. And, and we don't know the name of that person. We do know from uh, the one co- ad that was uh, that was aired uh, around the country that uh, the officers were called bad names. That's right. Yeah, we did hear We do some. know that. And they were, uh, somebody talked to them with raised voices, sternly. They said stern things to them, in addition to some foul things to them. Now, I'm not condoning any of that. I I don't like what happened. I think it's despicable. And uh, whoever caused property damage to the Capitol should be held accountable. They should pay the price. But to make this out to be worse than 9-11. I mean, it's 1-6 now. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's and it's just asinine. And they're again, they're trying to put together a commission. They're pissed off that Republicans uh, don't want one. Meanwhile, nobody talks about a commission for what happened during the rioting. Uh, all late last spring and summer into the fall. Uh, what about that? How come nobody has to pay a price for that? Just crazy. Just uh, it's asinine. But. Fascinating how every day some new lie develops about the Capitol uh, riot on January 6th. And I think the, nobody's been charged with any sort of insurrection charge, have they? I don't think so. I don't, not, I don't think not so. Not as of yet. I mean, there's still people being held and, on, oh, yeah. and out, on, out on bail. Right. Uh, and that have not, but I don't <clears throat> know that anyone has actually been even sentenced. No, I, no. The people are being held, but they're not being tried yet. Right. And as far as I know, nobody's facing a charge of insurrection. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how long they can drag that out and how bad they can pretend it was. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Anthony Fauci seems to... Somebody got under his skin now. <laughs> Somehow well, this whole thing is job. really pissing him off now. Well, he's got. This is his way of trying to, you know, save his job, right? He's got to fight back. Otherwise, he's out. I mean, he's. You think so with the with the Biden administration? I mean, they're. Uh, they seem perfectly happy with him. I don't know. The world seems to be crumbling in on him now. Um, he's he's actually said twice in the last week that uh, an attack on me, an attack on me, is an attack on science. Is science it? itself yeah. is it uh yeah tony so i just follow the science i am science i invented science <laughs> okay <laughs> he also talking about his flip-flopping because he's getting pissed off that we noticed that you've been on both sides yeah. of every issue now follow this but you want us to follow the science correct okay well how do we know it's not going to change again because it changes so often. So we're a tad confused. Here's what he had to say uh, in his defense. Cut to. I want to get to the political attacks. You're, you have become, uh, uh, you've been sort of become a caricature on the right. Um, there's some really wild, fantastical conspiracies. Pause it. Like what? I, I got to play one. <laughs> What's the wild, <laughs> fantastical conspiracy involving Anthony Fauci? All right. I think he's going to give us one example here. Let's okay, see. good. Mm-hmm. Fantastical yeah. conspiracies. I, I got to play one because it's a, a sitting United States mm-hmm. senator. Uh, Marsha Blackburn. Uh, I think we have uh, a sound of this. Let's, oh, okay, let's play that one. Yeah, please. Here are some facts that I want you to know. 
First of all, yes, Dr. Fauci was emailing with Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, trying to create that narrative, cherry picking information so that you would only know what they wanted to know. You didn't Pause know. it for a second. And okay, so you're citing a wild, fantastical conspiracy theory that he emailed Mark Zuckerberg? That's <laughs> Why is that wild? And fantastical. I mean, that's actually, that's true. Yeah. Uh, they had email correspondence, and Mark was asking, you know, what I'll do, whatever you need, just let me know. Amazing. All right, let's see what else she had to say. And there would be a narrative that would fit with this cherry-picked information. Oh, wild and fantastical. Whoa. I don't even know where to begin, but it's a sitting United States <laughs> senator. It's the most positive. <laughs> call the most. So what? What did she say there? I don't know where to begin either, Pat, to be honest with you. I, so. Really, there's so much to unpack. <laughs> uh, I mean. The I'm outrageous gonna... suggestion that Anthony Fauci emailed Mark Zuckerberg. Someone, that can't happen. Uh, some would call that fantastical. <laughs> but... That can't. <laughs> what? I don't even know where to begin on the email thing. What's this so-called email? Who has access to that? All right, what are we doing? Uh, space alien technology now? Is that what this is? All right, let's see the rest of his question, which has gone on for about a week already. I don't even know where to begin, but it's a sitting United States senator. It's the most, what I would call the most extreme version of, of huh. what I've heard. You've got Kevin McCarthy... Hi doing his own version of this, Marco Rubio. You, you're aware of the critiques. Um, how, you've been debunking this. How do you debunk something like that? She's got it in yeah, her like own head. Yeah, like you emailed someone. Again, a United States senator that represents that? I can't even begin. the state of Tennessee. What do you say to that? You know, Chuck, I, you know, I, have, Chuck I don't have a clue what she just said. She said you emailed Mark Zuckerberg. I don't have a clue what she's talking Neither about. It's not we. really that complex. I mean, so, okay. I mean, well, welcome to the, the club. I have scientists. no idea what she's talking about. Uh, and I'm sorry, I don't want to be pejorative against a uh, United States senator, but, uh, but senator. I have no idea what she's talking about. And Pause. you know, Chuck. Let me explain it to you, Anthony. Uh, you emailed someone. That's what she explained. It's really complex. I know. I know, but, but they also emailed him. Yeah. It, they emailed okay. back and forth. There was what we call an exchange. So I can't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm with Dr. Fauci. I can't figure it out. I can't. I can't begin to comprehend what's going on here. <laughs> you're alleging that I actually emailed someone? What? I don't want to get pejorative. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I don't understand this newfangled email thing. What is that? What does the E stand for? Electric? <laughs> Economy? Uh, what is it? I don't even know. I don't even know. All right, let's see what else he doesn't know. That's so but great. I have no idea what she's talking about. Mm. And you know, Chuck, <clears throat> if you go through each and every one of the points, mm -hmm. which are so ridiculous as to ridiculous, just painfully just, ridiculous. Yeah. Painfully but nonetheless, yeah. if you go yeah. through each and every one we of them. got that. You can explain and and debunk it immediately. Uh, okay, well, and then, every single one. He should be fired because he in the beginning changed his mind about masks. Well, okay. 
So let's go back early let's, on. Let's do that. Let's go with back with the masks mm-hmm. and let's take a look at that. Let's take at a look. We, we've done that, that we multiple times. We shouldn't we've, be wearing a mask. There were yeah. three factors that were going on. A, a, it was thought to be a shortage of masks. B, there was no evidence that masks worked outside of the context of a hospital. And I guess wear a what? Mask there still isn't. Seeing patients There's still no evidence. With respiratory disease that could be transmissible, like tuberculosis, mm-hmm. a well-fitted. And 95. Hmm. Thirdly, we were not aware of the extent of asymptomatic spread. So we Mm -hmm. said you don't really need to wear a mask. It wasn't only me. I'm picked out as a villain. It was the Surgeon General of the United States and the entire CDC was saying the same thing. So as we went from January, February, March, April, it became clear that those three things, A, there was no shortage and you could wear a cloth mask. B, the data showed that, in fact, outside of the hospital setting, masks do work. No. And third, Show me to that our data. painful Show awareness, it to me. we became clear that uh-huh. 50% or more of the transmissions were with people who had no symptoms. So that's when we said, we've got to get people to wear masks. That's what's called, Chuck, the scientific process. You make a recommendation, <laughs> no. an opinion, and a guideline uh-huh. Based on what you know at a given time. Pause it. Here's the problem sign- with that. Okay. He's just recently said he was doing it for show. Yeah. He's doing it for show now. He was doing it for show then. He continued to do it for show. He just wanted to set a, an example. And he admitted in the beginning, they did know. They've known all along that masks don't really protect you. They don't protect you from this disease. And the wild conspiracy theories of uh, the different organizations all saying the same thing. That's what they're claiming all these email exchanges were to make sure that they were all on the same page. You lost me. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Okay. You just mentioned email. I don't know. I don't Sorry. understand that. I, I can't comprehend it. I apologize. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> what a, are you talking about? a futuristic, email. fantastical thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, the lunacy here is astounding. Wow. It really is. All right, let's see what else he had. And the guideline based on what you know at a given time. As a scientist, as a health official, when those data change, when you get more information, it's essential that you change your position because you've got to be guided by the science and the current data. Pause that it. issue with masks. And then how do we know, why would we follow that science when it's going to change again? I mean, it changes all the time. That's what we're trying to tell you about the global warming thing. You don't really know what's going on. No. The, the weather changes all the time. The data points change all the time. Uh, the lies change all the time. Sure so do. we have to keep addressing new lies time after time after time. I mean, it's really confusing because if... That's going to be your claim. Then you need to say, you know what I said earlier, Todd? I said that because we didn't have all the data. But now we do. And so what I'm saying now, wouldn't that be great yes, if you would. would have explained it like that? Yes. Rather than this has always been my position. The masks work. Well, no, that's not what you said before. Correct. So he never, he never approached it like that. So... You lost credibility and trust with the American people. That's his own darn fault. Let's see the rest. Position, because you've got to be guided by the science and the current data. That issue with masks is people want to fire me 
or put me in jail for what I've done. Nobody Namely, wants to put you in jail. Mm. I, I could go the next half an hour <laughs> going through each and every point that they make. I know. It's, it's preposterous, I know. Chuck. <laughs> you don't want you want to put him in jail. <laughs> we'll see about that when we when we see his involvement in the uh, gain of function programming over there with China and his involvement with that. Oh, maybe. well, uh, I mean that has nothing yeah, to do with the masks. But. Some collusion with the uh, Chinese. Yes. Yeah, that's a different deal. Uh, but I'd be in favor of trial first. You know, <laughs> go ahead and. Put him on trial first. We have those. That, it, we still have those. If convicted, go ahead and put him right in jail, directly to jail. Don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars, or I'm sorry, the four hundred thousand dollars that he makes every year. Uh, highest paid government employee in in, uh, yeah. in the country, right? Yes, because it's. I think it's four hundred thirty-four thousand. The president makes four hundred. Wow. Uh, I'm following the science all the way to my bank account, uh, Chuck. Um, so don't bother me over there, okay? Don't bother me. Let me tell you uh, about something that's uh, near and dear to our hearts, and that's safety for yourself for, or especially for your family. Protecting my family, their safety, that's my number one priority. Taser believes that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser has this line of non-lethal self-protection devices. They're small and lightweight enough to carry with you, put in your glove compartment or in your purse, but they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker and allow you to get away. Guns and pepper spray, you know, there's risks. There's law enforcement, depending on where you are, there are are some issues. But this is a way to put somebody down and then get out of there. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices. So start protecting yourself and your family with Taser today. It's available without permit in most U.S. states. For a limited time, take advantage of Taser's best offer available and save $60 on the Pulse Plus bundle with a Taser Plus device, cartridges, and holster at taser.com. $60 right now by using the promo code PAT and uh, do it at taser.com. T-A-S-E-R. Taser.com. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. I, I just can't believe, uh, Chuck, that people are, are challenging my sainthood right now. Uh, there are people who actually think I might be fallible, and that, of course, is wrong, Chuck. That's wrong. A little sensitive. Uh, our oh, yes. Anthony Fauci right now, a little oh, yeah. bit sensitive. And, and look, they're helping him out, right? They're letting him make his rounds yep. and uh, slap down people. I, I really, he's just ha- trying to hang on to his job. I know, you know, the Biden administration, <laughs> you know, reports to love him, but he's been around a long time, mm-hmm. and it, that could he knows it could turn fast on him. And uh, I mean, look, does the he's making you know four hundred thousand dollars a year plus. And, Mm-hmm. Does he need the gig? He's what a hundred now. He's been doing the job for he's 50, literally 60 years in his eighties. So yeah, he's been around a long time, and maybe you just do go into yes. retirement now. It's time. It's time. You know, yesterday he talked about uh, except when the grass always looks greener with when people leave. Then I remember who's in office as president and vice president, mm-hmm. and it concerns me who they would replace him with. Mm-hmm. So somebody just bad, if not yeah. worse. Yeah. Yesterday, he was talking about wearing the mask while he sees his patients. 
Uh, it was my understanding he hasn't seen a patient in over 30 years. <laughs> this guy No, but what he said is doesn't when, he see sees, patients. when he sees a patient, yeah. say, that has yeah, he puts some on kind mask. of tuberculosis or uh-huh. lung disease, right. then he wears a Bang. closely fitted N95. That mask is right on his face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... You sure he's not out there? Uh, he doesn't have his private practice. No, he's you're, practicing that as well. That you're asking his uh, staff if he takes Medicare and Medicaid. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you take Blue Cross Blue Shield? Uh, how about that? No, you know what? Uh, I don't. Uh, in fact, I haven't actually been a doctor in a long, long time. I'm a bureaucrat, is what they uh, call no me. No kidding. Through and through. Yes. Through and through. The guy's a politician now and a bureaucrat. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Hey, some something amazing and fantastic happened last night. Uh, Glenn went on Tucker Carlson's show. Yeah, he promoted it yesterday. Talked about going on because he had a lot to say. I believe was the promo. He actually retracted his apology to Barack Obama. Fantastic. Good. Long overdue. He should never have made the apology in the first place. Uh, But he did apologize. To uh, to Obama, and last night he took it back. <laughs> That's awesome. Good. He said, I take my apology back, he told Tucker. Uh, I was exactly right, and I even stated it right. You are a racist if you believe in critical race theory. If you think what Dr. Martin Luther King said, that he envisions a country that's seeing people for the content of their character and not their color, if you think that's wrong, then yes, you're a racist. Can't argue with it. No, you cannot. Can't argue with it. And you know, I mean, the, the the first round of apologies from Glenn should not have happened. No, should not have. Uh, back in, this was clear back in 2009. God, can you believe it's been, uh, wow. No, I it's can't. 12 years. 12 years ago. I, I, wow. Anyway. Uh, we all went white when he said it because you knew that there was going to be trouble on the horizon. Although, how many times since has a sitting U.S. president been called a racist? Oh, and my there gosh. Was no repercussions for anyone. Zero. Calling Donald Trump a racist every day, all day on CNN. Every day, all day. That's okay. That was perfectly fine. But how dare you question Barack Obama? How dare you? And here's uh, what he said back then. This president, I think, has exposed himself as a guy over and over and over again who has a deep-seated hatred for white people or the white culture. I don't know what it is. Right. Okay. <laughs> He's thinking out loud uh, on that particular segment. And and he didn't know what it was, but there was something wrong. Yes. What was that? Did he pull that out of his anus? No. No. No, he did not. No. It did not come from his buttocks. Really? <laughs> really. <laughs> came from the mouth and the writings of Barack Obama. Because there was good reason to oh, wonder. Yeah. Very good reason. Read dreams from my father and then tell me the guy didn't have race issues. Come on. He admits to it. He sure does. He admits all through his book that he had a struggle with white people. Uh, despite the fact that raised he himself is half white and raised with it, I mean, just it yes. was it was, it was uh, I don't want to say it was bred into him, but yep, yeah, you know what it was. Why don't you want to say that? Because he did. She is a his grandmother, uh, typical white person, who uh, uh, 
you know, if, if she, she sees uh, somebody, sees somebody on, the street, on the street, she gets really she scared. Know. Yeah. Oh, you know, there's a reaction that's been bred into indoor. Mm-hmm. Uh, our experiences. <laughs> he caught himself there. Yes, he, he did. And he, he dared not say bread into her. Uh, bread into our... Oh, uh, yeah, I said bread into see, our I, experiences. Bread into our experiences. Okay. <laughs> so what he was saying about his grandmother is <clears throat> she was inherently afraid of black people. And that's racist. And so uh, the only thing he's, he was simply saying was is that uh, she's a racist. <laughs> so don't tell me that Barack Obama didn't have any problems uh, with Whitey, because he did. And and again, in his in his book, Dreams from My Father, you see it all the way through that thing. Sure do. I mean, the guy should still be in therapy probably for his conflicted feelings on the issue. Uh, and I mean, there were far more comments than that. There was the. Oh, there were uh, plenty of comments. Uh, if just putting the so if you throw the book in the trash, let's look at the eight years of his presidency. Yeah, I know for sure. Uh, yeah, the the uh, police acted stupidly thing because they were white and his friend was black. Uh, there was the talk of of his college experience. Who did he hang out with? I chose my friends carefully. Mm. The more politically active black students. Okay. The- so politically active black students it's not hanging out with whitey foreign students the foreign Chicanos, students the marxist professors and structural feminists and punk rock performance poets uh-huh who that's smoked great. cigarettes and wore leather jackets hey, you're tough. at night in the dorms we discussed neo-colonialism neo-colonialism france eurocentrism and patriarchy right when we ground out our cigarettes in the hallway carpet or set our stereos so loud that the walls began to shake you're a rebel. You were resisting bourgeois society's stifling constraints. Yes. <laughs> he yes. was resisting bourgeois yes. society's stifling, stifling complaints. Yes. Like like one of their stifling problems was <laughs> don't put your cigarettes out in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to stifle that in him. And it's so wrong, which is why you had to. Hang out with the structural feminists. We wanted, of course. The, we wanted the music so loud the walls would shake, and then me and the Chicanos would put our cigarettes. Well, on the and carpet. the more politically active black students. Oh yeah, and the uh, foreigners. But there was no white guys around playing their Barry Manilow music. That's for sure. We wouldn't have any of that. You go listen to your air, su- air supply somewhere else, Whitey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we want the punk rock performance artists. Yeah. And Sly and the oh, Family great- Stone. That's who we want. Okay, maybe a little Earth, Wind, and Fire. Almost though, they're a little, little bit bougie themselves. <laughs> you know, too many white people like Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire. Yeah, you need the Isley Brothers, parliament. stuff like that. We need Parliament all up in here. <laughs> I mean, it's it's amazing the things he got away with, oh, and no. nobody challenged him except a scant few talk show hosts, and that's well, it. Well, you got hammered when you did. You did. And look, they still start sentences about Glenn with the man who once called Barack Obama a racist and so on. Whatever the story is about uh, at that particular moment. So what? You know, calling somebody a racist doesn't make you a racist. If that would be the case, then everybody in the media would be a racist right now because of their treatment of Donald Trump. It's amazing how that all turned around on the presidency, didn't it? I mean, you can't call a president a racist unless it's Donald Trump. Right. So 
So I want to be sure that I have I understand what you're telling me is that accusations <clears throat> don't mean that it's true. Is that right? Is that what you're that, trying to say? Yes, something in part. Like yes, in part. If I accuse you of something, it <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't mean you are that something. Right. Huh. Yeah. Fascinating, isn't Whatever. it? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, <clears throat> anyway, last night, because he's pissed off at uh, Obama for what Obama is saying now. Well, And yes. should be. And they're dragging him out. I, I, <clears throat> as I said the other day, I, they have, uh, he's out everywhere now um i don't know if he's trying to help joe you know make joe look better or if he wants he's mad that joe's getting the credit that he wanted Mm -hmm. i think maybe that is more than Mm -hmm. anything it's like hey uh there wouldn't be a joe without me listen to me Uh, you know i'm I'm, i think that's accurate here yeah yeah he's so narcissistic that he's got to be injected into the conversation yes yeah. It's not the Joe Biden administration. He's the extension of the Obama administration. Well, and he said he just the other day that Joe Biden is finishing the job that he started. Yes. And we've made that point many times. Yes. He's finishing off the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. That's right. <laughs> Good times. Uh, we'll be back uh, in just a few minutes with some structural feminists. And uh, and some, I don't know, bougie white guys, too. Uh, maybe even a little bougie sauce. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, you don't like that. You don't like that. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, just kind of looking through this uh, story about Glenn on Tucker last night. Uh, they're going through the whole 2009 situation where he he alleged perhaps that maybe, maybe Barack Obama had some racial issues. And clearly he did and does. Clearly. Yeah. There's yes. no doubt in my mind. Or his. Or his. That's right. Uh, The article uh, goes on. Then in November 2016, around the time former President Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton in the White House race, Beck said he did a lot of freaking out about Obama. Beck also said he regretted calling him a racist and claimed he supported the Black Lives Matter movement. That I don't remember. Uh, Did he? I don't know about the movement. I don't know about and maybe that. in 2016, we didn't know the Marxist uh, origins of the group. I don't know. Maybe he was just talking about, of course, Black Lives Matter. I mean, we were still doing the show every day at that time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember don't any of that. I don't necessarily remember that. I remember the apology about Obama mm-hmm. uh, and, saying, oh, yes. and saying, ooh, do we want to do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yep. And I remember us saying, uh, you got nothing to apologize for. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's no reason for that. Have you seen the last eight years? No. Right. Uh, The guy does have racial issues. Uh, But they go on. What inspired Beck's apparent change of heart about Obama was an interview with CNN's Anderson Cooper earlier this week when the Democrat accused the Republican Party of focusing on the wrong issues, specifically on the concerns over critical race theory. You would think 
with all the public policy debates that we're having right now, the Republican Party would be engaged in a significant debate about how we're going to deal with the economy. Yeah, this is what Obama says. What are we going to do about climate change? Oh, yeah, you would definitely think the Republican Party is going to be focused on that when they don't believe it's an issue. What are we going to do about, lo and behold, the biggest uh, single most important issue to them apparently right now is critical race theory. Who knew that that was the threat to our republic? Well, apparently not you, you douchebag. No kidding. Uh, Because apparently you don't know anything about it. Or if you do, uh, it proves you're a racist again because you're not concerned about it. No, we don't. That is a big issue to us, teaching our white children that they're racists. That they're automatically, because of their whiteness, uh, that, that they're racist. And that they're privileged beyond a point they should be. And that uh, they're evil somehow. I mean, that's what they're being taught in schools. So is that a big issue to us? You Hello. bet it is. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, you bet it is. It's, uh, it's pathetic if you can't get your head around that. It's asinine is what it is. 888 uh, and speaking of racial issues, I don't. Did you see the attack on that elderly guy who was singing on Venice Beach? Yeah, I, I guess he's pretty well known on Venice Beach for for standing there Being and dancing, there singing and dancing, singing, yeah. dancing. And There's then, several street entertainers <clears throat> on Venice. Of, you know, I'm sure partied there. It's yeah. So I I don't know why this happens, but why this is disturbing. Um, but here's what a black man just walking by. Decides to do to him. Boom. Uh, he broke his uh, face, essentially. Busted up his cheekbone and his orbital bone there in his eye. 70 years old. Watch that again. Here, Look at this. Uh, watch, watch the black guy right there. Then he stops, sees him, comes over, and blindsides him with a punch to the face that broke his face. What was that about? Oh, there's no issues with race. Black people can't be racist. Oh, yeah, that's right. If the roles were reversed, and that's some young white guy stopping and cold cocking from the side or from behind an elderly elderly 70-year-old black man, that footage would be Everywhere That's for today. sure. Everywhere. That's for, and we don't know if these two have had other issues. I mean, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on, on, on that. But we don't know if these two have had issues in the past, you know, uh, on, on Venice Beach. We don't know any of that if they've had interactions that Doesn't have matter. gone bad. That's inexcusable, even if they did, which I don't think they did. I, I, I don't think the guy, they know each other. That could have been the first time he's ever laid eyes on this guy. And probably was. Jeez. Why is that happening so often now? Because they, uh, you know, they, they want hate. to prove yes. They want to prove their their weakness by showing strength and just attacking people. <sighs> Man, just bizarre, it out of sure the blue, is. for no reason, no reason at all. Just walking by and then comes up from behind him and smashes him in the face. He didn't like seem to be dancing that bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. He didn't. <laughs> Didn't okay. look that offensive. I don't know what he was singing, but the dancing didn't look too bad. Well, it was it was a Boogie Land uh, by Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh yeah. So he's dancing to a good song. Yeah. 
I, I like Boogie Wonderland. You don't like it? Yeah, I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right. Maurice White was great. I love Maurice White and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Philip Bailey, the whole band, they were all good. Uh, I think they're still touring today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, Maurice just died, though. Oh, right? he did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Missed that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, <clears> so I, we I lost like... Maurice White and B.J. Thomas recently? Uh, no, I think Maurice <clears> is, I think Maurice is, that's been a couple of years, I think. Has it? At least a year, I think. Well, my statement yesterday still holds. If there's a rock and roll heaven, you know they've got a hell of a band. Yeah, t- yeah, 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. What did he die of? Does it say? COVID, they think, but they didn't know. It was... Early onset COVID. Yeah. Before it even existed. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. That. That's not good. Uh, all right. He had some, he was battling Parkinson's <clears throat> really bad. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, Long time battle, they said. So. Mm, okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course, of course, the, the vocal problems, which I didn't have yesterday, have to resurface uh, today. Well, you've been doing Fauci. Well, and, uh, that might starting be it. To, starting, yeah. to, starting to crank might, those chords a little bit. <laughs> might <laughs> might have contributed to it. I'm you not sure. To, you know, and speaking of that Fauci uh, footage, I love that uh, our the network television. Perhaps maybe they need to get a new algorithm, a new computer, or a new intern. Uh, typing things. We were so focused on Anthony Fauci uh, speaking, but uh, mm-hmm. you know they're spelling words wrong on the bottom. Oh, let on me their see. Bottom scroll. Uh, Fauci attacks a painful. Oh yeah. Re- R e d ridiculous. 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 <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then it goes away, and then they and they respell it. So somebody caught it, but uh, it's just it's funny. Yeah, just fun to take note that MSNBC. Sucks. <laughs> Let me tell you about Omega XL. <clears throat> this is something that doesn't suck. It is awesome. If you've got pain brought on by inflammation, th- this is a way to completely get rid of that. It's not a drug that you're going to become addicted to or dependent upon. It's all natural, and it goes to right to the inflammation and, and essentially has an off switch for inflammation. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research tiny little gel cap that uh, is super easy to swallow and uh you're gonna you're gonna be shocked that it actually works it uh for me it took about a week and i started to notice that the pain was subsiding and after two weeks the pain was gone and it hasn't been back so to get you started on uh your life changing experience go to omegaxl.com slash pat order your first bottle we'll throw in a second one for free you buy one, you get one free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Did you catch uh, President Biden uh, in starting his uh, European tour uh, yesterday? It was a, a beautiful thing. I mean, I, whenever President Biden is going to make his world tour, I'm sure his world tour is, hey, America's not great anymore, and uh, I'm in charge. Yeah, we're racist. Uh, we're racist pigs uh, over in America. No, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're, we've got a terrible problem for race. So we don't have a leg to stand on telling you guys anything. Don't even listen to us. Don't do it. Don't even. Don't do it. <laughs> don't even listen to us on any of it. 
because we've got no credibility now. That's what I love about their effort. So he uh, they is land- this where he kept forgetting he's president? Is well, this- they landed at uh, you know uh, Mildenhall uh, Air Force Base, and he was given a speech. Of course, we've got to kick it off with Jill speaking. Oh, which I mean, of course, you remember how we elected her as president right, right. of the United States? So she's. It's important that Doctor Birthing People Biden mm-hmm. uh, has to speak first, and she comes out and uh, introduces. But at one point. She she scolds Joe. Maybe that's why she's along for the ride. Uh, she scolds Joe for uh, for not paying attention. Now, if you'll watch the video of this, um, Joe's not paying attention because he's looking at the hot babes. He's checking out the chicks. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, know, you can sit down. Yeah, sit down. Yeah, sit down. <laughs> I don't want you to stand for <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Joe. Ah, I love you, too. I love your snoobs. Joe, pay uh. attention. <laughs> ah! He's busy looking at the babes in the back. Fantastic. And his wife has to get him refocused. Right. Pay attention. Nice. And she's there, and then she ends up introducing that 14-year-old girl who was a, 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 a child of one of the military families on base, and that's what they were, you know, pushing how important family is and uh, here on the bases and the military is just so important to this administration and then they stand so she she tells him sit down and then uh, i guess when after the girl introduces president biden he starts talking and he realizes they're still standing so he, he tells them and then he then that's where he forgets i keep forgetting all right let's see that thank you thank you thank you and sydney you're 14 years old. When I was 14, if you pl- please, at ease. Uh, I keep forgetting I'm president. Yeah, no doubt. Uh huh. I-, I believe that. Uh huh. Like I was just forgetting that I was, I was president. I was looking at the old, babes behind me. <laughs> I would have been. I mean it sincerely. Scared to death. Oh well, I, yeah. He's just talking Stand about up stuttering. Stand up in front of a microphone with a large crowd or a small crowd. See, when I was a child, I used to stutter badly. For real. I had great difficulty speaking in front of other people. Unlike today, where you have <laughs> greater difficulty uh, speaking to no, people. No, he's got great difficulty. Jeez. Yeah. Like, we got to go back 70 years for that. <laughs> uh, Joe, I got news for you. Uh, you're probably worse than you were as a kid. I think that's the case. <laughs> I keep forgetting I'm president. Uh and people keep getting me in trouble. I'm in trouble with my mom because I'm talking to you guys, and I'm not I'm not opposed to. I need my pudding. Where's my pudding? I'm not opposed, opposed to. to. Opposed to. <laughs> I'm not opposed to do this. I'm not this. opposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> then he's uh, talking to the U.S. soldiers and t- telling them about uh, the greatest threat that they're facing today. We have to end COVID-19, not just at home, which we're doing, but everywhere. There's no wall high enough to keep us safe from this pandemic or the next biological threat we face, and there will be others. That requires coordinated multilateral action. We must all commit to climate action Mm. if we're going to prevent the worst impacts of climate change limiting 
global warning. Warming, warning, no more warning, warming. You know, when he was 14, he had trouble speaking. Yeah, that's what I heard. The global, the global transition to clean energy technology. You know, when uh -huh. I went over in the tank in the Pentagon, when I first was elected vice president with President Obama, the military sat us down to let us know what the greatest threats facing America were, the greatest mm -hmm. physical threats. Mm -hmm. This is not a joke. It's not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America was? Yes, I do. Global warming. Get out of here. There's no chance. That's true. Significant population movements. Fights over land. Millions of people leaving places because they're literally sinking below the sea in Indonesia. No. Oh, yeah. Because of the fights over what is arable land anymore. Get out of oh, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's bumming it. <laughs> So the greatest threat now is climate change. When I was just told by the same guy that there was a different greatest threat. According to the intelligence community, mm -hmm. terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. To the homeland. Not ISIS. Not ISIS. Not Al Qaeda. Not Al Qaeda. White not global warming. White supremacists. That's his disclaimer, though, right? The homeland, and he's telling uh, he's telling the military guys in the United Kingdom uh, that the greatest threat globally is climate change. Right? It's all bull crap. <laughs> it, all of it. It's all bull are crap. You, are you alleging that the president of the United States is full of Joseph crap? Robinette yes. Biden? Yes. Is lying? Yes. To the American people? Yes, I am. And all right, every whatever. day, all day, whatever. Jeez. I mean, he's making this, this, this tour on. that we're on now, that he's on now, is going to be agonizing because he's he's already said that there were, the United States is going to buy how many millions of doses of COVID, of vaccines for the world. Mm. We're we're buying all of that, just giving it to him. I mean, he's on the tour. He's he's with the head of Boris Johnson right from UK today. Then he's got then he's got uh, the G seven and Putin. And it's going to be agonizing because Trump, <clears throat> A, would not be there. But if he was, he would be still pushing, you know, hey, uh, we're still, we're America. And uh, red, white, and blue, mm -hmm. you know, here's the flag. Uh, it's us. Not anymore. And he'd be at the not G7. Anymore. He'd just be leading the G7. Right. Not being led by the nose, uh, talking about climate change and that kind of nonsense. Here we've got hackers shutting down industries, completely shutting down oil transportation and the refining yeah. of oil. They're shutting down meat processing yeah. plants. They're driving up prices all over the place. And those are critical, critical issues. And you're babbling about climate change well, being our biggest threat? People are moving because their land is sinking. <laughs> into the I want ocean. my damn Trump back. I know. Well, you're not going to get it back. Maybe you will. Maybe it will. Uh, August, <clears throat> right? Maybe it will. Isn't that the, isn't that the time we've been promised? Uh, August. Sydney Powell's on on the hunt again, Jeez. so maybe we will. And she's got all kinds of credibility. She really does. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray coming up. Pat Gray unleashed. Thanks for joining us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some tweets here from uh, disturbing explicatives. <laughs> Why didn't Dr. Jill get appointed Joe's coronavirus tax for task force? Seems like as a doctor, she could help out with that. Uh, Smushing Duck. 
Joe started hitting on the 14-year-old girl, and one of his minions held up the you pervert hand signal, reminded him of the troops standing at attention all around him. Wild, fantastical, hippie patriot? Oh, my gosh. By all that is holy, why do we have Biden in a group of minor girls? Hello, Jill. Uh Pay attention. (laughs) Well, yeah, before that, she was even thanking Disney and Pixar for having movies for the young kids on the other side there on the the base to watch. And uh, I was, I mean, I'd be happy that he was looking at the older females in the back. Yeah. Uh, Yep. I'm opposed to do that. (laughs) Tweets. The greatest threat is stupidity. And boy, is it a pandemic right now. Oof. Yep. Uh, let's see. From uh, Swank Think, the most lethal threat against America is the fact that the greatest threat changes on a daily basis. <laughs> we can't even come up with a strategy before we have to change our target. And from, hey, I'm Preston. Troops from the Air Force hearing in person from the president that global warming is the greatest threat. I'm sure the troops really feel valued by the commander-in-chief now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we got this military uh, force out there fighting the weather. What are you... <laughs> so stupid. So asinine. It really is. Also, he screwed up the talking about the Royal Air Force in uh, Britain yesterday, which they had to be pleased with. He, he couldn't even say the RAF, right? The Royal Air Force. Right. Uh, so he mixed These that up have hardened and have been hardened in the fire of war <gasps> and generations of Americans and service members right. who fought them. Like the original Buddy Hunters and those RFA what? pilots. And those RFA. RFA. And those RFA, RFA, RFA pilots. pilots. The Royal Force Airs. RFA. Wait, the RFAs. Royal Forced Air? Is that what we're... It's an air conditioning unit. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's forced air. So... Um, <laughs> We're pretty proud of them. Uh, they keep you cool in the summertime here in England, I understand. Is that true? The RFA uh, <laughs> goes along with the AFT, the American Federation of Teachers in America, and the Royal Forced Air people. Uh, they're all doing a great job. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, he keeps forgetting he's president. He keeps forgetting, yeah. You know, so... There's that. Oh, man. Journal of American Psychoanalytic Association published a research article in May <clears throat> that describes being white as... Okay, here's another here's another uh, psychology magazine uh, talking about whiteness. It's a, quote, malignant, parasitic-like yeah. condition and a dangerous, discriminato- discriminatory, and perverse mental condition. Being white is a mental condition. How can they get how how do they get away with this stuff? I don't know, but they I don't understand. They they, they're everywhere you turn, it's being pushed. I mean, we even talked about Mm -hmm. it yesterday, right? I mean, if you don't if you are white and you don't realize you're racist, then Mm -hmm. you're racist. Yes. If you're white and you're racist, you're racist. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever you, however you think, just because you're white, you're racist, privileged, and you don't deserve, you barely deserve to live. And for the most part, I mean, they take it to the edge of to saying that you need to die. And some of them go beyond that edge. Yeah. Uh, Every day. Every day. 
Written by author and activist Donald Moss, the article entitled On Having Whiteness explains that whiteness establishes an entitled dominion that enables the host of parasitic whiteness to have power without limit, force without restriction, violence without mercy, and adding that it has a drive to hate and terrorize. Oh. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> Again, replace black with white. Yeah, I mean. And see what happens to somebody yeah. who writes an article like this. Yeah. Again, David Duke doesn't speak like I this. Know. David <laughs> Duke know. doesn't talk like this. I, You know, the new one is, um, <clears throat> what's that guy's name? Robert uh, uh, starts with an S. You know, he's on the far oh, yes. right. Robert, uh, ah, uh, I don't know. what Whatever his name is. He doesn't talk like this. <laughs> I don't think, not that I've ever heard. And he's supposed to be one of the biggest racists in the world right now. I, uh, it's crazy. Gosh darn it. What's his stupid name? Ignatiev. Uh, let's see. There's... um. While Mosk opens his paper by claiming that no clear path links my argument to that of my predecessors, his article is not by any means the first time scholars have endeavored to establish whiteness as an institutionally recognized pathology, <clears throat> for which, by the way, there's no treatment or cure. Noel Ignatiev. Well, there is a cure. Well, it's death. Yes. yes. Death to Whitey. But Noel Ignatiev, a now-deceased historian, Harvard lecturer, and former member of the Communist Party who founded a journal titled Race Trader, whose motto was treason to whiteness is loyalty to humanity. Uh, here's a guy. They've, they found one dead guy who kind of talks like this. Um, he wrote an article for the Harvard Magazine entitled Abolish the White Race, in which he argued that the goal of abolishing the white race is on its face <clears throat> so desirable that some may find it hard to believe that it could occur any opposition other than from committed white supremacists. <laughs> so I guess if you're white and you don't want to be abolished, you're a white supremacist. Yeah. Ignatiev, yeah. who believed that race was a socially constructed pathology rather than a biological reality, contended that whiteness is not a culture but a privilege. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, he <clears throat> Moss told the Federalist that there is a clear distinction between white people as a race and whiteness as an alleged pathology. Uh, this is just unacceptable, and yet it's being completely accepted. Sure is. It sure is. I mean, that's uh, that's again, it's the critical race theory mm -hmm. uh, being shoved in our faces every day. But to listen to Barack Obama talk about it, uh, there's really no problem. We've just been freaked out by the media, by oh. Fox News. Remember, Fox yes. News is feeding this frenzy. Huh. Really? <laughs> okay. Okay. I wonder how he'd feel if these articles were written about blacks. Oh, man. What would Barack Obama be saying right now? <laughs> I mean, you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine it. Uh, 888-900-3393 also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter 
Did you see uh, Lester Holt? Actually, your hero. My man, Jeffy. Lester Holt. Your My man. main man, Lester Holt. The NBC News. He challenged Kamala Harris on her claim, we've been to the border. Darn right he is. He's uh, a journalist. Here he is, uh, holding her feet to the fire a little bit. Just quickly put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point. you know, I, We are going to the border. We've been to the border. So no, this, we whole, this whole this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't nice. been to Europe. And I, I mean, I don't I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, I, I, I mentioned it because I, even I, I know Republicans have certainly come at you on this. But Democratic Congressman Cuellar has a border district has said to the, you and the mm-hmm. president, come. You need, I care you need to see about this. this and I care about what's happening at the border. I care. Not enough to go there. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> but I, I care. I care. I care, you know, deeply. <laughs> oh, I haven't been to Europe either. Supposed to... Yeah, you weren't appointed to deal with Europe. Was she not appointed to be the point person on the border? 100%. Uh, essentially, Biden turned the border situation over to Kamala Harris. Yes. yes. And she still hasn't been there. But he's got to have... There's got to be a phone call made from Joe somewhere, right? Pay attention, Joe. Remember your president. At some point, when he remembers he's president, he's got a caller. He's on his European tour, uh, a European apology tour, so that they know that we're not great anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. he's got to call her and say, yo. Hey. K. Just stop by the border, okay? You're flying to Guatemala. You're going to be in Mexico. You're going to fly over the border. Maybe you... I don't land. Stop spend it. Spend 15 minutes at the border. Just and stop it. You don't even have to announce it. You don't even have to tell people. Seriously, just, wouldn't you just take this away as a talking point? Yes. If you're going to Guatemala anyway, you, you're telling me you can't just stop in McAllen, drive to the border, spend 15 minutes talking to some sheriff, get back in the SUV, couple of caravan, photo, Do a yeah, photo op. Do some photos, and uh, you're back on We're your done. way on the plane. Headed for Guatemala. Done. You can take a shower on the plane and wash the border off of you. That shows how little she cares. She doesn't give a rat's ass about it. She doesn't care. No, at not all. A chance. She couldn't care less. Not a chance. And I and I I also loved. Uh, you know, she was. They. I mean, she didn't really necessarily have a good time in Guatemala. No, right? they, didn't, mean, they didn't. They didn't appreciate. They her were at not all. appreciative of her nonsense. And you know, the the president of Guatemala had said that it's the Biden administration's fault. He scolded her for not putting on her mask after the press conference. Uh, she walked away and left her mask on the podium, and he was like, "Oh, really? Even though she's been vaccinated? Yep. So oh. I mean, it's the wrong. I mean, those those vaccinated wow. messages of live life normal again. Nope. Here's the thing. She's terrible. <laughs> she's terrible." <laughs> Really bad. She's a terrible vice president. Really bad. She's a terrible person. Yeah. Let's really just face bad. it. Just call it what it is. No, I, no, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm. I'm yeah, I'm I not, know. I'm not saying. I, I think. I think terrible is almost too nice a word. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Ron in Virginia. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Getting hey. back to uh, Fauci and his uh, mass uh, discussion. Jeffy mm-hmm. beat me to the punch on the misspelling of the words. But <laughs> if you listen, go back and listen to Fauci, he starts listing all the reasons. He goes, A, this, B, that, and then thirdly. 
<laughs> keep his stuff straight when he's lying Fantastic. to us. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's great stuff. Uh, and thank, then, yeah. Then, then the other then, then then the other thing is too, um all the little girls that the president's peeving on, aren't mm-hmm. they all white? I'm not oh, sure, well, the, but the maybe. Ones, the ones that were behind him at the Air Force Base were. Thanks, Ron. Uh, y- yep. Know, yeah. Yeah. Racist bastard. Right? Uh, Allie in Tennessee, you're on the blaze. Hi. 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 Oh, my gosh, bro. This is so great. I listen to y'all's show, like, every day. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. So what's I wanted up? to talk about um, I wanted to talk about um, our Black Lives Matter chapter in um, our city. We uh, it's the it's like one of the fastest growing cities in America. But this particular chapter, like I haven't seen any violence from them. They've been on the streets and like kneeling and praying. And I just wish that mm. like more people would, if they had a cause, that they would just take to the streets and pray to God and put that trust in God instead of like doing violence and all that stuff, because just the world is crazy right now. And um, I'm just, I'm asking for your prayers too, that we all kind of know how to stand up and uh, stand for what's right. Cause I'm a millennial. I'll be honest. I'm a millennial and I try to avoid politics as much as possible, but I've been feeling really called lately to, uh, stand up for social issues and stand up for what God wants me to stand up for instead of like what the world's telling me to. And it's just, it's really hard right now to have courage. So, That's for sure. That is um, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. That's what Mark Appreciate Robinson it. was saying from North Carolina uh, in his speech. It, you know, it, it just can't back off. Right. That's the time. Yeah. It's a time to stand up. Yes. And, and to be courageous and to not worry about uh, what they're going to call you. In the meantime, they're going to call you a racist. So what? Well, they already are. Yeah, they're already, exactly, they're already doing it. And they've basically told us that white people are a virus on this planet and need to be eliminated. Tough. Sorry. Uh, we're not going to be, we're not going to be silenced. Um, meant to ask her what uh, what city in Tennessee she was uh, calling from. Did she say? Dubuque. Dub- that's in Iowa. but uh, No, it was but, Dubuque, Tennessee. It was Dubuque, Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. The little known debut. A lot of people don't know, don't know it exists. The, probably the lesser known of the two. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Raycon earbuds. I love. I do too. My Raycon I earbuds. I do too. I love them. So funny thing. So do most of the people in my family. Really? Yeah. I got to snag my my daughter. Always has my pair. Yeah. See, that's unacceptable to me because I don't want. I don't want the thing that's been my in my ears going into your ears, and the thing that's in your ears going into mine. It just—that's my daughter. No. It's okay. No, it's mm-mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you need a couple I should of buy pair. Another pair, right? Yes, you right. need more. And the good thing is, you can get two or three pair for what you would pay for the Apple earbuds. Uh, so it's a really good deal. They look great. They feel great in your ears. They stay in your ears. The sound is fantastic. Raycon wireless earbuds, they make all the difference. You get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of the other premium audio brands. They look great. They feel even better. They come in a range of colors and with customizable gel tips included for a comfortable ear fit. So they've got the size to fit just about anybody's ear. And right now, Raycon is offering 15, 15% off all their products for my listeners. Here's what you have to do to get it. Really complicated. 
go to buyraycon.com slash gray. So it's really not complicated, actually. There you'll get 15% off your entire order of Raycon products. Such a good deal. You want to grab a pair and a spare, and then you don't have to share yours with anybody else. That's 15% off at buyraycon, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash gray. Buyraycon.com slash gray. At Gray Unleashed. Uh, Jeffy was just talking there on the Chew in the Fat segment promo uh, about Emmanuel Macron in yeah. uh, France approaching a group of people that were she was coming hands up being him. a politician, you know, yeah, kind of shaking, shaking hands. their hands, being nice, kissing babies, and watch what happens. Uh, this is interesting. He walks up to the crowd. The guy grabs his arm and slaps him in the face. Do we yeah. have that? We should. Yeah, Macron. It was from yesterday, and mm-hmm. I even e- I even emailed. Oh, Here it is. They're running up to the people. Got a mask yep, on. Got to shake their hand. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Smack. Guy, oh, boom. Oh. 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 And they drag him away. And, they, and he goes down quickly yeah. from the Secret Service or whatever they call it. And they made a big guys. deal about him, McCrone, coming back because <laughs> he, he said, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue. But he didn't really. Mm. If you watch afterward, he comes back and he's like, how you doing? Hey, 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 hey good to see you. Here. Good to see you. Good to see you. He's reaching. He's stretching. Hey, yeah. hey. It's, it, wasn't, it wasn't like before. That's for sure. <laughs> you get slapped in the face. You don't see that very often. No, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. From a world leader. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, could have been, that could have been something really bad. I know. Really bad. I know. And he's lucky he just got slapped in the he's face. He's opening the country back up and I forget what they had said that this guy was mad about, but he was he cuz he was speaking in some language that nobody understands. Oh, really? Yeah, he was speaking gibberish. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what he was saying. We need some kind of interpreter. But uh probably out of his mind. Yes. He's just out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, you you're slapping the president of your country in you the face. You must be out of your mind, right? Come on. Yeah. About that. Uh, so did you see huh. that uh, the new study about hydroxychloroquine? No. So they just released a, uh, findings that said uh, it killed like almost everybody who ever took it. Is that what? The, is that what they? It's funny found? you'd think that, yeah. wouldn't you? Yes, you would. But that's not what it said. That's why it was banned because it killed everyone who took it. It said weight-adjusted hydroxychloroquine <laughs> and azithromycin. <laughs> improved survival of ventilated COVID-19 patients by nearly 200%. 200%? By nearly 200%. Clearly ineffective and uh, dangerous. <laughs> Thank you. Dangerous. Thank you. Thank you for that story, Jeffy, to remind us just how dangerous and ineffective <laughs> I mean, hydroxychloroquine is. Are you kidding me? Is that what we said? I mean, yeah. I'm wi- pers- yeah. I personally saw it help a family member. Yeah, pull through. Probably COVID. saved his life. Yes, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, he believes it, and I mean, so do I. I mean, he was he was. They were ready to put him on a vent, and mm-hmm. they you know gave him the hydroxychloroquine rounds, and it worked. And it worked. Yes. Yeah, the combination of hydroxy with the uh, zithromycin yeah. is supposed to be really potent and and really good. But if you say that, it's a conspiracy theory. But now there's an actual study that shows it. Uh, just, 
amazing. Jeez. I mean, you know, there's another there's another drug or another treatment that is has been approved by the FDA for something else. Um, and the, the people started taking it for uh, for COVID-19. And apparently in many cases, it, it helped, helped immensely. And they're trying to shut it down. It's ivermectin. Oh yeah, have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the story. Yeah, but it was it was developed. <clears throat> it was what was it? What did they say that it was developed for? It was de- I, some uh, something else. I forget what it I, was. I, yeah, I don't remember what it was. But you know, okay, so it, but if, they started using it for some people for COVID nineteen, and now they're trying to tell us that it's incredibly dangerous to take it for COVID nineteen. Well, that's when what it was trials, helping people. Isn't that what the trial? I mean, if it's start, we're testing it. And and I yeah. have I have COVID nineteen. This might work. Okay. Now the proponents of this drug say, and it's again, it's ivermectin, and the proponents say it helps, and there are no side effects. Now I just looked up on one. I think it was an FDA website, and they seriously warn against taking it. I believe that. And they they make it out like you know you're going to die if you take this for COVID nineteen. But there are people who swear by it. But just like hydroxychloroquine, they're trying to squelch anybody's use of it. And they're trying to make it unavailable to anybody who wants to use it. Right. And if you want to use it and you're deathly ill from COVID-19, let them use it. Yes. That's what I mean. What do you have to lose? It's going to be, do you want to try something that might work and and cure you? Um, Okay. Uh, yes, give it to me. Uh, in even in vaccine crazed Israel, where almost everybody is vaccinated, they did a small study of thirty patients. Okay, so it's not massive, but they did thirty patients and gave them ivermectin, and all of them recovered. All of them, twenty nine of them within three to five days. In India, they started using it. Delhi saw a 99% decline in cases. Wow. After beginning the universal use of ivermectin. Wow. Now, I'd be careful. Look into it. Do your own research. But that seems like a promising treatment, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. (sighs) Ah, Man. And for some reason, they just don't want you to find anything out of the mainstream. 888-900-3393. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> still, I still laugh every time. That's interesting. That's interesting. It's interesting. Oh my, is there a number somewhere? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three is uh that number and you can call. Um there there is a number and you can call it. Um we gotta get into a couple of things before the end of the show. Uh for one thing, apparently both Bidens, well, both surviving uh male Bidens, uh Joe and Hunter, uh have been using the N word. Now uh a little more uh, ridiculous for Hunter. I think his use of it in these emails that are surfacing now. Yeah, the text text with his, the attorney. Apparently, Joe Biden's use of it was on the Senate floor back in 1985. Yeah, and it was in some kind of, of context of, some, of some context. So you know, 
Are we really, uh, I guess, you know, I guess I don't want to believe that we're going to go back and slam somebody from 1985. Well, using I'm sorry, they Senate made these floor. rules. They made the rules, and now they got to live by them. So, yes, yes, we're going to go back to 1985 and make him pay for it. <laughs> He's got to step down as president, and so does his vice president, and so does the Speaker of the House, because they all, they're all in on the cover-up, all of them. <laughs> you know, using the N-word is about the worst possible thing a human being can yeah. do right now. Isn't sure. that right? I think so. Unless you're in the Biden family. And then we find out you've used it, and we won't, we won't talk about it for you. Shh. We'll just cover it up and be quiet about it. Shh. Didn't happen. It's unbelievable. It's really Where unbelievable. Where did you get that information from the stolen laptop? Yeah. From the hacked laptop. Yeah, the Russians. From the laptop the that doesn't exist. I don't know. It's mine. You can't. I mean, I don't know. It's mine. <laughs> well, now, it may be that he took it into the shop to have it repaired and then was so stoned he forgot it was there. It, or, or the other likely explanation is Russian spies. That's right. Russian spies it could took be. it from him and then brought it to be repaired. Or he could have dropped and, it off to get repaired and then it was hacked. And it was, right. it was out of my hands. And all those emails were placed in out there. Of my hands. Well, those emails, did you actually send those emails? Nobody's asked him that. Are you? Are those your emails? And of course, yes, they are his. And yes, it is his laptop. And everybody knows it. But nobody nobody in the, in the media cares. No. They just, they don't no, care. Right. It doesn't matter. Nothing that Bidens do matters. Nothing. It's, it's incredible. I know. It's incredible. Uh, Joe in Illinois, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey, Jeffy. How you guys doing today, man? Doing I love that. show, man. Thank you. Um, so I got some information that I just want to pass along. It's, it's coincidence, possibly, but um, by the year 2050, China, China's elderly population, that's people over the age of 60, will reach 300 million or more, all right, um, which, which will be 30% of their population. Mm-hmm. Uh, 70% of these people that are retired, because they have mandatory retirement in China, women at 55, men at 60 years old, 70% of them have no private savings or retirement, okay? So it's all government. They're living off the government completely, all right? Or their children, you know, taking care of them. In 2015, mm-hmm. China got rid of the one-child policy and raised it to two. They have not seen an increase. If you take a look at all this, the stats... They just changed that, though. They, did they not? They moved that to three now? Well, the reason why they did this is because they, didn't, they, they haven't seen any kind of upsurge in birth rate, okay? Because they needed people to take care of these elderly people. They needed more workers. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead and you release this coronavirus that affects elderly. <laughs> insane. I mean, it's, it's mm. compared to young people, it affects elderly. I mean... You got to take a look at this and say, were they trying to get rid of their their, their elderly? I mean, you're looking at 300 million people in China that can't take care of themselves. You know that that are required are, that yeah. are moving off the government. I mean, I yeah. And China is like the only country. All right, when you look at all the projections that by by that is going to have a decline in um uh, population, they're looking at 37 million people left by 2050 than then they have right now. I, I, I think you got to take a look at that and say, hey, mm-hmm. there's some coincidences here that 
I mean, they've been doing population control for 50 years. That's yeah, right. Right. So, and they've been known. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Joe. It's a good point. And they've been known to kill their populace. I don't, I don't know. People really? Are, yeah, they've been known. Now you're just about fantastical yeah. theories that yeah. I don't even want to know about. Chairman Mao uh, took the lives of 60 million people. <laughs> 60 million people. It does seem like a high number. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it does. Uh, and they have no problem in it. I mean, yeah. Kill all you want, we'll just birth more. It's what seemed to be the theory back then. Yes. Uh, it's not that it's not in practice anymore, though, because it's not like that. As Joe mentioned, their birth rate is going the wrong way. It's declining. And that's why they did away with the one-child policy, raised it to two, and now they've raised it to three. Well, you created a situation now in your country where uh, nobody wants kids anymore. Yeah. And so you're going to have a tough time replenishing your population. It's amazing. So is that within the realm of possibility that it was uh, on purpose to get rid of their senior citizens? Sure. I mean, it seems like a, some, something that the Chinese we're not, do. We're not supposed to theorize about any of this stuff yeah, right. at all. That's right. Uh, we're supposed to just. Well, because then they won't, they won't buy your products. Okay. <laughs> Don't theorize oh. th- about this if you're in the NBA. That's for sure. Uh, they'll slap you down hard in the right? NBA. Uh, don't you're not going to bring your movies here? No. Oh, uh, true. Right. So Hollywood, depending on on their uh, their being part of their market, an important part of their market now, and so is the NBA yeah. and other industries in this country as well. Uh, all right, Gail in New Mexico. You're on the Blaze. Hi, Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss uh, Keith. How is he? Oh, man. He's... Do I miss Keith, We, we miss him like crazy. Oh, man. We've been weeping all week. I can't All week. I broke, I broke down and wept like oh. a three-year-old girl last night. Um, well, but he's I, I he's having a good time. He's driving around the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that it's used in oral form there in Texas. It's been prescribed. But here, it, in its liquid form, it's a medication that's used for parasites in cows yeah Yeah. my family has been using it rubbing it on on us uh for the entire i don't know mismatch of this either um covid thing yeah and i'm in that high risk group and none of us have had even a sniffle the whole time and we don't wear masks or anything oh that's awesome that's great so you have been using it yeah, as a preventative measure, I use it uh, mm. every other day, and it even kind of helps with the uh, inflammation I have. Are you soaking in it, or are you? No, what do... I just have a spray <laughs> bottle, and I spray a little bit on and rub it in. Mm-hmm. And wow. um, we've all been doing that. Like I said, I'm high risk, and uh, we have some other high risk people in my family, and <clears throat> we've had not so much as a sniffle. Has it also cut down on the parasites that you've had to put up with? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. I got, I got rid good. of those All right. worms. Yeah, yeah good. Fact, good, good. Because there's nothing worse than yeah. ringworm oh, this time uh, of year. Plus, yeah. you know, I hate it. I know. You know, walking around with that on your skin is just embarrassing. You don't need it. You don't, you don't need it. You don't. Thanks, Gail. Appreciate she it. She didn't mention that. I think she lost some, <laughs> some relatives, too. <laughs> uh, that's amazing, though. 
And that's the other thing the FDA said. Never use a drug that's intended for other animals. Don't ever use that in in a human if it's intended for animals. Those are very different kinds of drugs that we use on other animals. So. Okay. All right. All right. Whatever. But then you hear testimonials like that from people and families who have been using it, and they swear by it. So, I don't know. Now, I will say the other day we we had you uh, use some uh, apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. that people swear by. Mm-hmm. And, and you shouldn't. You don't swear by it. <laughs> Unless it's like the F word. I hate that stuff. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, that's nasty. That apple cider vinegar. And that's and people, I guarantee we could get people to call up and say, well, I've been bathing in apple cider vinegar for 20 years. I'm I sure. I haven't had a sniffle or ringworm. None of it. <laughs> I, so, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. The exactly. don't lie. <laughs> there you go. There, that's, a, that's a fact. We do know the numbers don't lie. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Um, speaking of animals, uh, my animal absolutely loves Rough Greens. Uh, our little dog won't eat her food without Rough Greens being sprinkled on top. And that's it's really good for her. She It's got the essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that just make her friskier and, and healthier and much more active. Uh, most dogs love it instantly. There are some dogs who take a while to get used to it. So what you want to find out, first of all, is will your dog eat it? Because you don't want to order it and then find that your dog doesn't like it. So <clears throat> they're going to get you a free bag of Rough Greens. All you have to pay for is shipping. And you can try it out. Try it out for your dog and see if they like it. And then, you know, get a get a full bag. But this free bag you can get for your dog to try out. All you pay, again, is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com and order it roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, so I have a question for you, uh, for the audience and for you, uh, and, uh, and I mean this uh, seriously. What are we going to do with people that won't get vaccinated? Because I can't tell you I've had just about enough of uh, people saying they're not going to get vaccinated, they won't do it. I just saw a big story where we have NF National Football League players saying no, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Well, they can't play football then. That's, I right? That's what we're going to do about them. Uh, we have, can't play football. The, the story out of Houston, uh, Houston Methodist Hospital, is I mean they have uh, they have let people go. Well, they've been suspended. 178 employees. Suspended without pay for 14 lot. days Jeez. for failing to comply with its COVID-19 vaccine requirement. Now, they have 24,947 workers that have been vaccinated against the virus. And the hospital gave them the deadline of this previous Monday to be vaccinated. And, you know, 178 of them not getting vaccinated. 258 of the staff members have received medical or religious exemptions. 332 were granted deferrals because of pregnancy or other reasons. And 117 employees, which I'm sure are part of the uh, 178 uh, suspended employees, are suing 
the hospital for mandating that the staff must be vaccinated against the coronavirus. So, mm. I, you know, what, what What are we going to do? I, I don't know. I mean, I know that Governor Abbott here in Texas just signed a bill that makes it prohibits businesses and government entities from requiring proof of vaccination in the state. But that's not the same thing as mandating getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, are we are we we're creating we're another division? Uh, speaking of unity, are this great leader we have in charge now is giving this country great unity? I mean, it's going to be. Are you are you just going to be fired and you're just going to go off and be over there in the unvaccinated city, or are you going to work on you know the unvaccinated floor? The elevator doesn't really stop on that floor anymore. You have to take the stairs. Or we're going to put you in the coronavirus wing. So if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's up to you. But uh, we're going to stick you with the uh, COVID patients. Yeah. Right. And then you're going to get it. So (laughs) So, you might want to get vaccinated. I'm bathing in ivermectin. (laughs) So, Uh, Chris in Kentucky. Hi, you're on the blaze. Good morning. Um, two things for you on ivermectin. Um, all of these these people who are naysayers on how dangerous ivermectin is, I would bet 99.9% of these people go home and give it once a month to their beloved dog because you realize that that's heart guard. Okay. Right. Number two, number two um, and this is kind of, this came out, this came out from a source. Her name is Jill Colbin. She's an APRN, married to a physician. Um, she's on Twitter. She puts a lot of great receipts out there. And um, Pfizer just got a drug released about a month and a half ago that does ba- the same thing that ivermectin does. And look at the timing on that. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that it does. Interesting. It, is it for the same purpose as ivermectin, or are they prescribing it no, for, uh, for COVID? COVID. Oh, wow, really? But it's oh, the same gosh. stuff. But the same it's ingredients? Well, it's, no, no, no. It does. It does the same thing chemically. Okay. Oh. It's a, it it right. prohibits some sort of protein channel or something. Okay. Okay. So now this is just huh. another fantastical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. Pres- it is interesting it. timing, though, isn't it? It is interesting. Uh, obviously, they've realized there's something to it. Yeah. But don't take... You need to take this particular drug that's specific Yeah. for COVID. And it's for humans, not dogs and cows. So, you know, and I'd probably rather take something designed for humans. Although this vaccine's meant for humans, and uh, it's... Not sat well with many of them. I know. I know. <laughs> many of them. I, I told you my sister-in-law got number two of the Pfizer. Yeah. And uh, they told her, you know, probably 24 hours you'd start to feel it. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. She's really sick? Down for the count. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it was. she was... Like, what are the symptoms? Uh, she was... Re- aching and barely she didn't want to move and no eating it was just really really just she said she it's tough to explain how bad it feels and she just doesn't want to move mm. and I, i'm i'm opposed to that feeling yeah me too i, I don't do want it. to have that feeling <laughs> i've had it for about two weeks with whatever crud i have and i don't want it again from the vaccine i know 
And I don't understand and why I, people are getting so sick from the vaccine when they tell us over and over and over, well, I can't give you COVID because it doesn't have COVID in it. Well, then what okay. am I getting? What are we all getting? Okay. Why is everybody getting COVID-like symptoms from it? <laughs> well, it can't be COVID because COVID's not even in it. It's the mRNA. <laughs> it's a completely different thing. This is the mRNA. That's right, Jeffy. Jeffy knows what it is. They can't give you COVID. And I will say in the information that they gave her for the Pfizer stuff, they don't, it never says what's in it. Uh, the Moderna that my father-in-law got from uh, the uh, uh, military, mm-hmm. it came with the sheet that they gave him had, and I took a picture of it, they, the sheet that they gave him came with what was in it. Oh, it did? Uh, yeah, what was in the... Uh, and you took a picture of it? I did. I All right. I have what was in it. The Moderna COVID vaccine contains the following ingredients. Messenger ribonucle... You know what? I'm just going to send this in and we'll put it up on the screen so you can read it yourself. Okay. Because I don't want to... Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that was a bad start. It's a bad yeah, start. Yeah, we all know that was a bad start. That wasn't... I don't even know what's, what's in <laughs> it. It was not going to be pretty. No. <laughs> It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> but it's not COVID. Right. Okay, I know that. Okay. All right. So All right. so send it, and let's see if they can get it up so there before the end of the show. It's not COVID. <laughs> you know, there is something that you can take. I, I don't know if it helps with COVID or anything, but uh, it's called Kexi Cookies. You really? Can, yeah, you can I order would, them. No. Kexi.com. Well, you, you could know. Just go to Kexi.com, you cheap bastard. And... Uh, <laughs> Order the cookies. I have been promised Order cookies every day. Your stupid new bacon flavor uh, and caramel. Free, you idiots. It's bacon and maple. Whatever. Bacon and maple. All I know is I've been promised. Delicious. I've been promised one of those cookies all week. <laughs> Just go to Kexi.com and we'll send you some. All right? And you'll have it. And then I'll, I'll hopefully stop hearing you whine about it every day. Um, but, you know, it's got butter. You know, sugar, those kinds of things in it. I'm not sure if they're real effective on uh, on COVID, but even if you have COVID, I'm willing just to. I'm willing eating to these try cookies it. is going to make you feel better. I promise. I'm I promise willing. I'm willing to say, you know, that that might work. It might work. <laughs> it, you will. I mean, it's not going to cure any of your symptoms. It's just going to make you care about them less because you just had something really delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Kexi.com. Uh, K-E-K-S-I.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, Spartan Patriot tweets, "Heels up, Harris." Either sounds like she's about to cry. Heels up. Uh, yeah, that is heels up, Harris. Fantastic <laughs> name good. for her. Heels up, Harris. Perfect. Either sounds like she's about to cry or laughs when it's not appropriate. She's so fake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh good yeah. Point. And I trust me, I will be calling her heels up, Harris. that's good free exercise uh tweets fauci lied in other news water is wet the sun is hot yes many (laughs) of us do want to see that fraud fiend in prison yeah they're making uh they're making a push for him what are you gonna charge him with seriously what are are you gonna charge fauci with being fauci okay i'm not sure that's gonna get him to prison but uh, I'm not that. I'm not sure. To it. I'm not sure what they 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 were alleging. Some of you know, and that's what my question was was earlier the other uh, when they talked about his dealings with China. 
right? yeah. and the yeah. gain of function money. And I don't know, I don't know where, because he claims that he gave the money to this group over here. What they do with it is up to them. Right, and of course, and then of course, they gave the money to the gain of function. Yeah, and the NIH uh, has has contributed to that lab, right? We right. know that for a fact. Right, and they, and but but according, you know, they made the gain of function research illegal, right? So they couldn't give money for that process. Mm-hmm. But what happens to it after it goes over there? I don't know. <laughs> And you have mm-hmm. to, you know, he would have to admit or you'd have to find some, uh, you know, trail of information through, I don't know, some sort of oh, fancy he's not gonna thing admit with electronic anything. email that uh, he knew that they were giving that money for that particular purpose. Right. If that's the case, then, I mean. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some things we can get him on get him into prison it just needs to go away yeah it's just over that's what's what i'm that's what yes. we were saying earlier just just retire but, you know biden's retire. not gonna appoint anybody better is they're just gonna get right. worse than fauci i know i know that's <laughs> kind of an interesting story uh about an organism that was found frozen in the siberian tundra you got another one of these um tiny little they're calling them zombies because uh they were frozen yeah. in the arctic permafrost for 24,000 years. Yeah. 24,000 years. And were recently brought back to life. Yeah. Can you believe that? that so they're frozen. Uh, all that time, you would think, okay, it's dead now, right? Nope. nope. Uh, somehow they brought them back to life. And Have we, have we not seen the documentary incredible. Fortitude? On Amazon Prime. Fortitude? Fortitude? I have not seen the okay, documentary well, Fortitude. I mean, that's what happens. I've okay. seen the documentary Jurassic Park, though, and uh, <laughs> I think there's some promise to that now. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Of course, it's not 50 million years, but 24,000 years, and then they revived them. Apparently, yeah. these organisms have been around for 50 million years, and they've really adapted to life on the planet, and they know how to come back after they've been frozen it's not something i'm okay with that yeah it's an amazing life finds a way no doubt about somebody it. said that recently in a documentary well in the last 30 years or so <laughs>